Experience passion. Embrace the culture. Nestled in the scenic historic section of Bronzeville, Chicago, the Urban American Gallery is home to suspension rope artist and erotic photographer Solomon Abrams. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Swing Culture Podcast. These conversations are not for the faint of heart. I am your host, Nadine St. Val. My friends call me Queen Nadine. I have been an active part of the adult community for over 21 years. Please join me as we dive deep into the secret society of partner swapping, group sex, BDSM fetishes, and a turn of lifestyles. If you are under the age of 18, closed-minded, or extremely sensitive, this podcast is probably not for you. It contains adult content. Strongly. You're listening to Swing Culture Podcast. Good evening. Featuring Queen Nadine. Good evening. Ooh, welcome to um, Swing Culture Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> okay, so you're a photographer and basically you're artist and you're also a dom and you're in this amazing poly relationship with, I believe you told me it was four women right now. <laughs> You're going to get me in trouble. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy I didn't say five because I was like, did he say five or four? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> why, why can't, why does the number keep going up? Why can't it go down? No. <laughs> no, three women. Okay. Tell, tell us, tell us, tell us about you. Tell us about what you do. Okay. So I, um, I got into photography and shooting erotic uh, content um, when I came home from Iraq I created a plus size porn site for BBWs I did that for a few years and stopped somewhere around 2010 2011 and focused uh, solely on just photography from a erotic standpoint I didn't want to do commercial stuff I didn't want to take family photos even though I did sometimes pay bills um so I did, I concentrated on just being better with photography from around 2010 to, and on. Around 2011, 2012, the end of 2012, in 2011, I um, discovered bondage. And I got into it mainly just to give myself a creative, competitive edge over the other photographers in the city. Get something different and, for people. Correct. Something that no one was doing at the time. And... I started doing that and, and slowly felt that it was, I just liked it. I, I was trying to find some flash way to say it, but I just liked it. I liked how it made me feel. Okay. Even though, so even though I was shooting porn before, I would shoot porn like it wasn't, I would just be shooting. It, it, I didn't have any feelings towards it, really. Now, not to say that there weren't any times that scenes were so hot that I, I didn't get aroused or get an erection. But overall, for the most part, it wasn't that. It wasn't really a thing. Until I started doing rope, I just feel, realized how aroused I was the next I was having with the, um, with the models in the bottoms. And I just decided to immerse myself in their culture and learn it from a culture standpoint. Um, been doing it ever since. Around 2013, I had already known the woman who became my first submissive, my Eve. Um, her and I connected on a different level. Um, so around 2013, I entered to the um, BDSM lifestyle. 
Ooh, excuse me. And I've been living that out loud ever since. Um, I've been poly. I've been, oh man, I've been, I've been living poly for maybe since around 2015, 16-ish. That's when I kind of knew that I was, I had the terminology. Before then, I knew that I was non-monogamous, you know, but I wasn't, I didn't have the verbiage for poly. I learned a new word yesterday. It's called a, a family table poly. Is that what you guys have? No, we, no, we don't do kitchen table poly. It's, um, so I'm closer to what they call, like, um, not pastors were wrong all the time, equitarian, where I kind of approach it. My approach, their approach may be different, but my approach is I sort of treat everybody, I don't like saying equally, but kind of by definition, like equally, but I like to treat everyone uniformly. And I don't require them to date each other, and I don't put any restrictions on them. Experience passion. Embrace the culture. And now, a message from our sponsor. Hi, this is Queen Nadine of Swing Culture Podcast. When it comes to lifestyle magazines, I look no further than ASN Lifestyle Magazine. Whenever I log in to ASNLifestyleMagazine.com, I get all the latest news on everything alternative. I find out about the latest events and I get to check out all their sexy photos. Check out ASNLifestyleMagazine.com for your latest sexiest news. All adults, so I can't say what you are and are not allowed to. But you can try. I'm comfortable. <laughs> you can try. You can try catching a speeding bullet with one hand tied behind your back. Yeah. I don't suggest it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to so, work, but you could try. <laughs> right, you could try. You know, you need to try, but you know, so I um, what I just promote is for them to keep me and you know communicate openly with me. Tell me what you're going to do, not as a demand, but as a hey, we're adults. Just say what you're going to do, and I try to treat each person uniformly. So there's I, I don't say there's no like set of rules for them to follow, or like a set of rules for you to follow, basically. So yes, no, and maybe. So start off with yes. So of course we have some rules and guidelines that we that we all set and said, hey, these are the rules, these are my rules. And we all exchange our individual rules. So that it's, I, I can't, I don't wanna tell someone, I don't wanna ask them what they wanna do, I'm gonna say to them, hey, here's what I wanna do, here's the type of person that I am. And I ask them to tell me the type of person that they are and what they're looking for. And I do that with each individual person. And that way, it's, if I'm telling you who I am, so this is just how I am, and that's how you are. And then we have, we have, we are empowered to make a decision if that's what we're comfortable living. If that's you know, so for example, I don't put any restrictions on them on if they can or cannot date men or other people. I just say, hey, let me know if you're going to be involved with other people, and then I'll make a determination how you are with them if it's comfortable for me. So that way, I I, I want to have my own control, and I want them to have their own control of their life. And then it's also if things if things fall apart, they can't look at me and say I had them out here doing some stuff. Like we made it's me do your this. No, 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 Solomon, it's all your fault. You made right. me do this. Right. I wasn't even into women. Or if you would have done this, I wouldn't have to talk to dudes. No, 
you're going to involve yourself in whatever and with whomever you want. You just have to, and I try to impress upon myself and them, speak to what you want. And that way, when we speak responsibility, self-accountability, and we have to acknowledge those things. And so it's been my experience treating everyone in a uniform manner that if they're, you know, acknowledging their, what they're coming, you know, what they're doing, if they they make themselves responsible for their own decisions and they make themselves accountable for their own decisions, with good communication, you see any person, you see the BS you want. If you want some bullshit and you accountable for your bullshit, your actions, you call yourself on it and you can sit and say, hey, you know what? Maybe I am a little bit, um, maybe I'm asking for a lot. Not to say you ask it for too much, but the things that you're aware of, the things you're asking for, or maybe my behavior isn't up to par. Maybe I'm not behaving in a way that's right. And so that's what we do. So I, like I said, I don't do kitchen table because that's, and maybe, and maybe how I define it is kitchen table textbook, but I like to treat each person uniformly. And, but I don't, they don't have to interact with each other. I just ask people to be civil and be mindful of the existence. Be mindful of the existence of other people. Like I'm mindful of the existence of other people because I don't want. I don't want. God forbid, inshallah, nothing happens to me. I live a lifelong life. I don't want them. If something happens to me, and then I'm in the hospital, I'm in a situation where I need them to come together to get me out of a jam. I don't need them angry at each or fighting with each other. It's gonna be like an episode of of love and hip hop. <laughs> right. The Swing Culture Podcast with Queen Nadine. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode. Experience the passion, embrace the culture. It's dope. It's really, really dope that they are into each other and they are, you know, what's always a bonus? That's good. But if they don't, I need them to be civil with each other and not not be assholes to each other because the, what happens is in my experience when that happens people try to be like they, they use the person that connects them as a conduit to do asshole silly ass shit and so I don't let's not do that hey you know let's not do that alright everybody's so that, responsible for the behavior everybody's responsible for the decisions right. because as long as you've given you all the information and I'm being honest I'm being upfront, you can make the most conscious decision for yourself
forgot the home was like, oh man, I'm at the flower shop. That's not all of these roses on sale. <laughs> nah, it, but some, but okay, I accept that it's laziness, but it's the practicalness of it. That hey, sometimes you all will get the same goddamn gift. You get the same gift, and you not, why well, can't you share the same gift? <laughs> so not to say that they get the I buy one dozen roses for once for them, and they have to split it. But it's like no, <laughs> you just make like me mad. Three, it's, it's like three. The roses are like you know like six. Like I can get I can get like eighteen roses for this amount of money. I'm getting eighteen. Wrapping yours up, wrapping her six for you, six for you, and six for you. I'm so there mad you go. You right now. I'm so mad at you. You yeah. said that. Shit, you know because it's even that moment, and I, you know, then they may be like, "Well, why'd you give me the same you got them?" Okay, I got what you're saying. I could have not gotten you anything. If you want to press the point, say, five, you know, five, five. But can you get right, us like different know. color roses? You know, <laughs> can, can you find yeah, them all in the same like, place? Can we get different right. colors at least? Right. So I learned my lesson. That's what I do. I got to learn to get different color roses. Got to learn to get. Oh, one of them. Oh, I like lilies. Oh, what the fuck? Lilies aren't always in season. Boom! I can get you lilies. And so that I'm learning those things, and I'm making myself accountable to learn those things, and. Shit. Sometimes it's just hard. Sometimes, sometimes I, like it, they don't have. They're not dating me, in, but there are definitely sometimes I'm like, I wish they had a boyfriend so I can let him do some of this shit. You know, call him and say, "Fam, what are you getting up for our birthday?" Ah, kick me on that awesome gift you gonna get. Here we go, man. Homie, we hey, man, I recognize that you and her haven't been out in a long time. What? You feel a hard time? Take this gift card to the fucking restaurant. Go eat, man. Take her out. Man. <laughs> Get out of my hair, right? <laughs> Get it, man. Take man. Brother, you, you, you. I thought we were together. So I'm learning as a, I have to learn as a man my shortcomings and speak on those shortcomings and my, and my desire to improve and say, hey, let them know I do have limitations and that I'm well aware of my limitations. I'm not going to weaponize those limitations. I want to let you know that I do have limitations and I will do my best to work within my limitations and will, sometimes I can see them but just be understanding and cognizant that you're asking a lot of me you know and you don't you know be I, I get it. I get it. To those of you who are just tuning in, this is Swing Culture Podcast, and this is our guest, G- Gentleman Dom Sir Solomon. <laughs> like that. Welcome, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I need to. I need you are one of the few people I've heard refer to refer to himself as a gentleman, Dom. So for those okay. people out there who's never heard the term before, can you please explain to us exactly what that is. Okay, so for me, I describe myself um, definitely for marketing purposes as gentleman Dom. Um, mainly coming from a more sensual aspect for some of the sessions I did with private sessions. It's a way to um, notify some of my clientele base that I do know the, how to administer sensual, um, sensual sadism. And I do know how to bring a softer touch to do, to get to a place of pleasure. Um, 
but I mainly use it for like marketing purpose, like a commercial purpose. Other than that, I just consider myself a dom, but when I'm marketing myself, the people who are not in the lifestyle is a gentleman dom. So that okay. way, it, um, it lets them know that I do have the, I do have the wherewithal, the skill set to do things on the sensual side. Um, and then also, when I first entered the lifestyle and started living out loud, I, I did um, label myself as a gentleman dom because I wasn't what I would call a hard status, where it's all it was just administering pain for the sake of pleasure. I wasn't at that level yet. It was a little bit more smoother. And I'm still sort of, I believe myself to be sort of smooth. And so that's how I became, that's why I call myself a gentleman down. Mm-hmm. I, open, I still open doors for ladies and, you know, Look at their butt. I, I like when a man opens a door for me. I don't. I don't know. There's a term for that, but I do like it. I, I want to be treated like a lady. I do. I want to. I want to feel like a lady, even if I'm. Even if I'm not acting as like one. Like a lady. Right. I still want to be treated as such. What do you say? Like, hold on me, damn it! me, hold that motherfucker. Right. Put your back. I'm a lady. Show this shit out of me. <laughs> I'm sending very confusing messages, but I do it all the time. <laughs> I think right. it's my nature. Most, most men, we, 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 men are picking up on it like, oh, you speak contradiction ease. I got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, there's a term for that. Oh, that's good to know. Right. I just made that up right now. Right there, right now. You got to coin, you gotta coin the phrase. So right. I need to know, like, does your, does your art influence your life or does, is your life influencing your art? Yes. Mm. So, yes. <laughs> yes. My art influences my life. How I, um, so the art, being a photographer, a videographer, and, and primarily doing rope bondage and even kinking, those, the art of that influences my life and one, starting off with how I, purchase my home, my, my property, is can I do photo shoots in this place? How I, it has taught me to be, my art has forced me to be more patient and how I approach things in life. It, um, it has forced me to admit to being a connection whore. Mm. I like being connected to people. And so the, the, what that make what that has me doing is really, really, really taking a look at the connections I have to people and how I broker those those connections and those relationships. Some people I care really deeply about them, friends and family, or even intimates and lovers, but they're not people that I would can they're not some people that I can spend a lot of time with because I love them with all my, my heart, but um, they're just not good for me. Mm, that's well put. I, um, I really so, enjoyed our conversation earlier today when I called to introduce myself to you. And you said something to me that really kind of stuck with me throughout the day. And you said okay. to me, you said, you said, I wasn't necessarily a cheater. I just didn't know the words. I couldn't find the right words to express my wants. It was, some, it was something of, of that factor i don't have you exactly quoted but it was something in, the, in that area so okay right so when i um i knew before i knew how to um verbalize that i was poly and how to seek that out i knew that i was non-monogamous 
And so for me, I, when I say I wasn't a cheater, that doesn't mean, not to say that I'm not, you know, I have lied to women and I have quote unquote cheated, but it was, though, the reason I say that I wasn't a cheater is because when the, I used the best verbiage that I had to express how the person that I was. So when I, when I met a woman, I would say, hey, this is who I am. I'm, um, I'm not monogamous. We have that conversation and they, I would let them know that this is what, this is the kind of person that I am and this is how I'm going to live my life. Now, where I think cheating is, is going into it, not saying that, and then acting counter to, you know, what you're saying. So it's saying, no, I'm a monogamous person, I'm going to live a monogamous way, and then going and doing things behind a person's back. When you have other attempts. For me, right. So for me, I would, even, I didn't have a, the best way to say it, and I wouldn't say it horribly, but it, it would be, hey, these are the people I'm interested in, and these are the people that I have an intimate connection with on a physical and non-physical level. Not, but a little bit different than Teutonic because we are, I care about them. We may be physically, we may physically touch and we may do things for each other and I'm invested in them. And when I, when I did become sexual with a person, I let another, I let the other person know. And they didn't, they didn't like it necessarily, but I did let them know. I can imagine it didn't go over quite well a few times. I can imagine. And so, right. And so until I got that, until I got a way to verbally express myself and say, hey, this is who I am. And it has nothing to do with you because a lot of times there are women who think that if they do, or not even just women, you know, I didn't date men, but people, they feel if this person is saying they're monogamous or non-monogamous, that if you love them enough, if they become more of themselves, they'll change for you. Correct. And And that isn't the case. It's like I would tell women, Hey, like they would say, oh, you just want to, you just want to fuck around. Like, no, listen, one woman, one pussy may not be enough, but sometimes two pussies may be too many. But I know one isn't enough. I think and most I people are not monogamous, and they're not honest about it. And I true, and and I feel like we put restrictions on ourselves by telling ourselves we need to fit into check off certain boxes and fit into a certain category in order to be considered a good person or a normal person or mm-hmm. a decent individual. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. inside we're, we're really suffering because we're denying ourselves who we are. Correct. I agree with that. Man, I don't even want to. So for, for me, it's a sense of when I was living that, that way, it was a sense of just trying to explain to someone that, Hey, you are awesome. You dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? You and I don't need you to change. It goes back to a person saying, "This is how they are." Okay, if this is how you are, I like everything that you present to me. That everything that you are, except for this. this other person. No, no, no. Not even except for that. You are who you are. You are 100 percent the person that you are. Another person may do things totally different. That doesn't make you less. It just makes them who they are. So, for example, it's like, let's take food, for example. Let's take chicken. I like chicken. Love chicken. But <laughs> I love chicken, right? So so you take chicken. I can eat fried chicken all the time. It doesn't mean I don't want to sometimes eat boneless 
um, grilled bread. Okay. That doesn't mean that I don't crave some lobster. Um, boiled eggs. <laughs> That's right. That doesn't mean that shit. Sometimes I just really want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, I can go for some lobster too. <laughs> right. It doesn't. It doesn't devalue chicken. Or another example I can use is cooking. I like how I can eat the same cooking from some one person every day. It doesn't mean I, I don't have a my palate can't appreciate other tastes. I don't crave other tastes, but it doesn't make them less. So they can't. They can cook. They can cook eight times a day. It doesn't mean I'm not going to. When I get hungry, I'm not going to want something different. It doesn't make you. them less. I always as say variety is spice of life. Correct. And as long as I'm, as long as I'm truthful with them, not just honest, but I'm truthful and say, hey, this is what this is. And we go from there. And I don't, you know, like you say, don't lie and put these parameters on you. And um, and that's how I found out I wasn't necessarily a swinger because it, I found it wasn't about the sex. I'm not, I have a high sex drive some, at times, but, you know, a high, well, I had a high sex drive. But I, I, I like, sexually, I like the things I like, but I can't put a cap on them. So that doesn't mean that if I get a low job in the morning, I'm straight. I won't even have to go down to tomorrow. No, I don't know you. I may, you know what I'm saying? I might not want on the way to work. Shit, your lips are different than her lips, shit. You know, your teeth shit different than How we approach things may be different. How I connect that person may be different. And so it was that. And the thing I found that I was getting the most in trouble about, quote unquote, trouble, it wasn't even the sex part. The sex part was easy. Not, not like not having sex. It's, it's, the biggest issue was being open and honest about those intimate moments. You know, those, oh, what were you doing at our house until three in the morning? We were just genuinely talking. <laughs> Late, I sat on the couch, <laughs> we sat close and we hugged and we talked and we talked about comic books. I like comic books. Why you, you talk to me? Start, you could have called to me after right, talking right, about right, but, but, right, but, it, but, it, but you start realizing is it, is it uh, you're trying to control who I talk to well, you want to start having conversations about comic books. That because if I want to talk about comic books, I'm going to talk about them with as many people as I want. I'm not going to just not have this conversation with you. And only with, with you. One person. I get it. And so, it, and I'm probably cutting you off. I found that with I found that a lot of times women do things that are contradictory to their actions or what they want from men. And we do the same thing. I gotta gotta stop you on that. Can we just say people do stuff? Because it's not a woman thing and it's not a man thing. It's a people thing. It's a people thing. That is 100% correct. Thank you for correcting me. People do things that are contradictory to what they want the other person to do, if that makes sense. And one of the things now, we're going to have to say, I'm going to say this about women because I don't date men, that a, a lot of times women will maintain a intimate connection with a with the um man that's their that's their plutonic friend that they're not physical with, but they have an intimate history. And they perpetuate that intimate history in their life. But they don't want their man to have mm. they're uncomfortable answer they don't want. They don't want their man to have these intimate connections with other women. No it matter how they came about Phil insecure right but here we go that and now it does and that's something but it doesn't but it's not that the man is doing anything wrong 
they just have a negative reaction to what he's doing. It's fair. I think so, it's fair that, oh my, this person true. can come and take my mate at any time. If he decides tomorrow or the next 10 minutes he don't want me, she's right there. And he can just go off with her. And I just got to take yes, it. Yes, and no. <laughs> yeah, but that's, but that's a monogamous way of looking at things. Absolutely. Because you can't, right, so you can't say to your man, these are my friends and we don't fuck and that just be it. But no, you confide in these dudes. You you need, like, you have a connection that you maintain and, and um, cultivate with these men. It makes me, and so, and, and a lot of men, you know, I'm going to say this for men, a lot of men don't like to say, hey, what you did hurts my feelings. It makes me feel less than a man. It makes it makes me feel insecure. It, I, I'm, I enjoy what I have with you and you make and when you tell me about these connections you have with these men, it makes me feel less than because uh, you don't often come to me and say, here's why I appreciate our connection. And I don't, you don't have to say it in that way, but it's um, to come back and say that. And I have a theory. I think that women want unconditional love. Like, it's like they want unconditional love no matter what they're doing. I do. I agree with this so far. Right. Let's keep going. <laughs> men want, men, and men want unconditional appreciation. We want to be, we want to be appreciated. Even if we ain't do shit, I've been laying on the couch for two days straight. Appreciate that shit. Oh, good job, babe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put the that same thing, like, right there. You did that. Yeah, like no, you did that shit. And it's like women, you know, they want to be loved. Like, how do you? Like, I love you. Even even acting in the wildest fuck. I love you, baby. What? Do I love you? Shit. Do fish swim? <laughs> yes. Hell yes. Do birds I love flies? You. What a wet. Right. right. Uh, what a wet. Uh, is my mama my mama? Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I may not like you in this moment, but I love you. So it's that. It's, and then you, you see that with. So, for example, when a, it's common when a woman is upset with a man, or when, you know, is first thing is, what do you want me to do? We're looking for some sort of direction, something that basically ends with the idea right. We want to be, we want our actions to be appreciated. And women want their actions to be, they want what they're about to be unconditional love. And so when we get hurt, it goes against that. We don't want to feel appreciated. We feel like you don't appreciate the shit we did. And I've done shit, but we want it unconditionally, just like you want unconditional love. You may not necessarily done anything to me to say I love you but I should tell you I love you and you want to hear it all the time there is no amount of time that you want a woman or a person wants to hear I love you like you may sound staffy but you want to hear it you do yeah, want to hear it that all the time it's reassurance it time. it's reassurance it does and every, and I want to be reassured that every- I'm the one look I've been my husband for 10 years and I still ask him hey do you like me <laughs> Do you like this, me? You know what? <laughs> now, here we go. I think, this is my theory, liking a person will is better and last longer than love. You're listening to the Swing Culture Podcast featuring Queen Nadine. Hey, guys. Are you ready to plan your next vacation? Then check out Temptation Cancun Resort. They are more than ready to provide you a fun, healthy temptation experience with a new, sexy, and sanitized environment. So... Plan that trip, get out, have some fun, and save some money by using our discount link. Spirit of passion. Embrace the culture. Embrace the culture. Ooh, baby. I like the quarter line from Jay-Z. 
If you're mad about something, it won't be that. I don't be yet. Places where we comfy yet. With no BS. Oh no, you won't see that. Because mm. you like a motherfucker. Like, what? Hell no, I like you. I'm not going to take this person to places where it's going to embarrass you. Whereas, when you find out I'm fucking around, you're going to find out on your own. Won't Your friend, it won't be some old shitty, outlandish ass way. Just because you like a person, you do things, you do, I think love enhances liking a person. I don't think liking a person enhances love. Because when you like a person, even when you're not aroused by them, you like them. You want to be around them still. You still want their company, their companionship. You do. You do. To those of you who are just... Sorry to cut you off. So those of you who are just tuning in, welcome to Swing Culture Podcast. This is Sir Solomon, photographer for erotic poet of, of erotic print and canvas. I need to know because I don't want I don't want to get too far off. How do you go about choosing your models for your photography? We choose each other. Um, I so- like that. So sometimes I just approach them and say, hey, here's what I'm about. Um, you, you know, you open and shooting. Because I do rope bondage. I'm tying someone up and then I do other stuff. I do kink things. So one, I need to know if this is something you're into. Okay. Two, sometimes they, they see, they, they, they choose me. They see what I'm doing, what I'm about. They ask me, hey, I want to do a shoot with you. What do you think? And we have a discussion. And then sometimes we just find each other. I like that. Sometimes it's a... Um, that energy just they, drawn to you. Yeah, yeah, the people, they come to me, they, you know, it, it just happens sometimes. Right? Sometimes that I am just having a conversation, I meet someone, I'm having a conversation with them in an organic way, and they say this, like, hey, what do you want this? And I'll, they'll say something, you know, I mean, I've been always looking to do photo shoots, and I'm waiting to find a good photographer. And I'm like, where are you? I know a good photographer, me. And then we just kind of have a conversation, and in that conversation, we may get around to shooting something that's um, kink-related, rope bondage, or something like that. And then other times, a person we may like each other, have a physical attraction to each other, and then I may I ask them, "Are you okay with me photographing these moments?" And they're like, "Yeah." So it just sort of happens. Okay, I like that. So you usually go for something that's like uh, basically an organic feel, if they don't, unless they come to you. Yes and no. So, so sometimes we go to them and we try to make it organic, and sometimes um, we just we either find each other. One of us is introduced to the other person through um, having people introduce to people. Then other times we're just two people introduced to each other, and then we find that organic um, way to just work. And so when I and then when I shoot, I just try to create a good, empowering, intimate energy. And then let that energy be the photo shoot so it comes off sort of organic. I like that. That sounds it sounds so sexy the way you said that. I, I hate I hate to say it, but it really did. It sounded very sexy and sexual. Well, where, thank you. Where, where, thank where you. could where could we see your work? Where could we purchase your work at? Like if you have something, um, where can I find it? So man, I'm gonna get to the purchasing part last. So you can find me on Facebook. Solomon Abrams is my one. I have one page, Solomon Abrams. And I have a backup page, which is Solomon Leviticus Abrams. Um, the Solomon page has me in a mask, and my Leviticus page 
as my photography um, logo. So those pages, you can find me on Instagram at Solomon Abrams, on FetLife at Solomon Abrams. You can find me on Twitter at Urban underscore American. And I'm also, I have an OnlyFans page, which is Solomon Abrams, one word. Okay. You can find, you, and I have a website that I have to update, UrbanAmericanGallery.com. So you can go there. I'm going to start updating that and putting content there so I can control my own content. But you can, and then there are a few sites. Oh, man, I'm horrible at this. I'm sorry, take your time, take your time. Let me say this. If you hit me on Facebook or any social media outlet that you can find me on and you want to purchase a print, just inbox me or DM me and I'll do my best to give you a price on the print. Okay. Now, I need to know, do you do classes? Do you teach your art? Do you teach how to do the tying and and all that wonderful, the, the flogging and... Everything comes along with BDSM. Do you teach? So I do teach. I don't teach the traditional. I teach, okay, the class, a rope class I teach is a very basic introduction to rope bondage. Okay. I teach a bedroom bondage. I am now going to develop a how to shoot um, bedroom, how to record yourself um, in the bedroom. Okay, I and like that. I teach, and I teach a... Um, you know, intimacy connection deal with rope. Intimacy connection with rope. Mm-hmm. You got me. Got me curious now. <laughs> <laughs> what are the classes? <laughs> are you guys still so, in quarantine like say, out there in Chicago? We are. And so, so in Chicago, technically, we were never in quarantine. The governor gave us a show. <laughs> wait a minute, hold on. Wait a minute. We wasn't. We wasn't outside. Wasn't open either. Okay. So the governor, the governor gave us a shelter in place, meaning you can move around if you're an essential worker. You can move around, and if you have to get outside to do certain things, then the mayor, because I'm in Chicago, the mayor closed certain businesses, so that also stymied moving, um, like movement. So a lot of with a lot of businesses closed, except for grocery stores and a few businesses, and those things of the shelter in place, we were allowed to move around, but very limited. I so it's like that, like, you know, or in smaller groups. And we were encouraged not to be in groups larger than maybe five or six. Okay. You know, you know. So that means you, so, are you still, are you still working? Are you still doing your, your, your photography right now? So yes, I'm I'm still working. So um, I'm a photographer, and I work for the state of Illinois. So I had to go to work for that. And then I'm also a licensed realtor. And we were and we were one of the essential workers. We were allowed to do and still conduct business. So for me, with the um, only with the with the exception of some reduction in work hours, my um, working for the state of Illinois, I was still working. I'm still been working, moving around, and all those things. Oh, that's awesome. That's fucking awesome. Do you think, do you see like things changing with the kink community out there after the pandemic? Do you think things are still the same? So I think, I think the kink community is going to be like the swing community, going to be like the world. I think that a lot of things are going to ultimately become more intimate, um, just environments because 
what they're saying now is they're making they're forcing businesses to reduce their um, occupancy numbers, and I think that through fear and people just that in doing it over and over, the people are going to get more comfortable in, in more intimate spaces. That's definitely and, great. And so I think that that is what's going to like more or less for kink that we're it's going to go to more. Um, and then the trend was starting before the pandemic, but I think those more smaller, intimate play sessions where it may be just smaller groups doing what they do. Mm. I, 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 I said that myself as, as a host. I feel like as a host, just to, it's a, people want to come out and people want to socialize and they, they want to have their play experiences and they want they want to fuck and they, they want to do what they want to do. I just say, if you're going to do it, just keep your circle small. And just understand the risks you are taking, but keep your circle small. The less people you're around, the better off you are. And so I agree. <laughs> I agree. I, I, just, I, just, I, just I just can't. It, it makes me nervous. It does. But at the same time, I still want to go out. I still want to have fun. True. I still want to do all the all the things that I'm not supposed to do. <laughs> I still want to do them. So it, it's it's. I don't want to say it's a hard battle, but it's definitely something a lot of people are dealing with right now. Okay. Would you date someone who's not into BDSM? Would you consider them for your poly? No. Really? I tried it. It just doesn't. Yeah, and here's why. Because I would consider it. However, the times that I have considered it, it um, the person, they just have to be open, open to understanding that I am a kinkster and that how I am as a kinkster is um, that that's me. And so I'm not trying to push that on them, but you know, Hey, these are, I do have these kinks and I do, this is how I rock. So, you know, it's long be short. It's been my experience that when they're not comfortable with that, a person who isn't secure in themselves, they just aren't secure and not comfortable with that, that way. And I found a lot of women would say, I would, I would make, I would say something just like, Hey, um, can you hand me that thing? I'm not one of your little submissives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's nothing to do with anything. Experience passion. Embrace the culture. Swinger etiquette tip of the day. Engage both people when meeting a couple. You want to show that you respect both of them. No matter what naughty thing is running through your mind, showing respect now is your way of showing that you can be trusted to respect their rules and boundaries later on in the bedroom. If you are at a swingers only event, you can greet with a cozy hug and a light kiss. In more vanilla settings, you probably want to stick to a handshake. I'm not one of your little submissive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nothing to do with anything. You know, or yeah, it's taking it too far, I think. Yeah, you know, I speak, um, I'm a veteran, I'm a, I'm a retired, uh, first class, you know, I'm in infantry, all these things. And so a lot of times I speak very directly and I speak with a direct, and it's not a command that they, you go in the kitchen, bring me a glass of water. Oh, you should act like, hey, you know, getting upset, like I'm giving them a direct and I'm making them like, no, it's not that. Mm. You going in there, right? I can't see myself behaving like that. No matter what the situation is, it just comes off rude. So yeah, yeah. so so, and I'm not saying that 
it doesn't come off a way that in that way may be rude. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. you. I'm talking about the women response. <laughs> That's yeah, I'm like, rude. Okay. And so it was that, and it's they are. I met some amazing women who are mostly monogamous and not kinksters, mm. and so it's you. I feel that way of um, like you can only go so far. And they want 100, we both want to live 100% and receive 100%, but it's like, listen, or I may do something during sex, like I may, um, I may have my head around their neck and now they're like, oh, you're not going to choke me? Oh man, I was not going to kill you, you know, so. I'm sorry. I just found it to be like, oh, I smack them on the butt and they have like the most craziest face like, oh, oh, you think you're going to start beating me? Listen. You got the wrong one. You got the wrong right. It's not going to work. It's not, 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 right. not going to be that. Mm-mm. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I, you have an interesting life. I can honestly say that. You've had some interesting experiences. I can't imagine behaving that way. Me personally, I cannot yeah. imagine me behaving that way under no circumstances. It, it definitely happens. Oh, that's wild. I think everybody I know, if you smacked them on the ass, they would probably like stick it out a little bit more and be like, do it again. <laughs> Thank you. I have good friends. I'm so happy. Oh, God. To those of you who are just tuning in, this is Swing Culture Podcast, and we are talking to Sir Dom Solomon. And he, you are just full of information. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. You're welcome. <laughs> I had a feeling this was going to be a good interview just because you just come off just very honest and very genuine. And you seem to be a very, I don't know you personally, but you come off very intelligent and you're very well spoken. Thank you. I read a book or two. <laughs> I tell my kids all the time I can't read. I'm like, you know, we can't read. <laughs> I like to fuck with them. I like I do. It, it brings me joy. Um, so you get you told us where we can find your work, and you're definitely you're not a swinger, but you are into polygamy. So I'm gonna ask you for someone who's looking to get into being a dom um, in Chicago. Where can they go and get some information? Who would you suggest they talk to? How would you suggest they go about it? Um, I would suggest to them to start with the people they know. If you know someone in the King community, reach out to them and start talking to them. If they don't know anyone, I would start, um, get on... Get on Fat Life and just kind of... Um, there is... There's a, um, a the, the local dungeon, um, gallery domain, Galleria domain two or GD two. They have you can get a temporary membership and then just kind of come out and um, and go from there. They can reach out to. I'm not gonna say reach out to me. You see, I'm trying to skirt around it. <laughs> you know, I noticed you haven't reached uh, yourself yet. <laughs> right. But um, they can reach out to me, and then I, I, I can steer in the right direction. I'm not taking on people asking me to be their mentor, and I'm not necessarily doing that. That's a huge, that's a huge thing, and it means 
I'm not mentoring people. I'm, I'm not, I don't have time. Do, do you think anything, it's necessary to have a mentor and when becoming a dog? I think it's, I, yes. It's, I think it's, I think, I think a person to have a mentor, like they was entering the swing community because someone has to help guide you through this shit. No way help you know, guide me some, through shit. <laughs> that don't mean you shouldn't help the next person. Like, I do. I, I give a lot of people information all the time, but no one guided me through nothing through my BDSM kink and, and finding about the, um, the swinger community. No one guided me. I went in blindly and I jumped in the deep end and I was like, I'm going to swim with the big boys. Right. right. And next thing you know, she might pull you on the beach and give you CPR. <laughs> like, what the fuck happened? Yo, you was wildin' out, you know. And so, but yeah, they can, they can reach out to me and I can point to some resources. But it, it's a read books, you know, online and just before you decide you're going to be someone's dom or someone submissive or their master, their slave, learn who the fuck you are as a person. Learn, learn what you like and what you don't like. Take your time. Take your, and that goes for even swinging. Before you go to these events and you try to fuck everybody or get fucked by everybody and do all the wild and that shit you want to do, take your time and get to find out who you are. Mm. Find out what you like and what you don't like. So as a dom, find out what you like. Not what you think you like, but what you 100% sure like. Do you want a person waiting on you hand and foot Yes. Do you know how to facilitate a person working you hand and foot? Because there are some, you have to be able to facilitate that, in my opinion. Are you a fair person? Do you know how to communicate your wants and needs? Are you, if, if, it's, if it's your way or the highway, do you know how to communicate that? Do you know how to say, are you comfortable with the things that you think you are? Because sometimes you start doing some shit and you realize, I don't like it. Like, I don't like black. I can I can deal with some bratty behavior every now and then, but I don't like brats. And I don't like brats because there is a um, belief amongst brats. They like to push their doms, their daddy doms buttons. I like to, I hate to have my buttons pushed. It makes me feel like I'm being manipulated. Mm. And I don't find any joy in that. So I need to, I express that to people. I express that to women and say, listen, I don't like to be manipulated. And there are times where I will default and think I'm being manipulated and I'll react overboard. Like, you know, like, I think, you know, it won't be the best way, you know. Like, like you know, who the fuck you think you, you tricking me or something? No, I'm not going to do that. And that's not the case. You know, like, mm-mm. So, first of all, before you decide you're going to be a dominant, or a master, find out what that means for you. Mm. Because any person can take an implement and start spanking somebody and telling them what to do. It doesn't make you a dominant, you know. And that doesn't make you a leader. It doesn't. It makes you just in charge, you know. If if you go to the stop, if you go to the stop sign at the corner, the corner at the corner, the stop sign is in charge. It doesn't lead you anywhere. It just gives you, tell you to stop doing something. Give you directions and you stop. Right. A leader gives you direction, molds you and helps you out. And they have their shortcomings and they they their shortcomings are overshadowed are um, by your pluses and vice versa. And it's okay. But you have to learn these things on your own. You have to learn, you have to come into it with your own integrity as a man or a woman, 
as a um, dominant and have, and have some fucking integrity and then implement that integrity in a, your charges. And then in that way, as you grow into this lifestyle and learn more, you'll be able to say, you know, go from saying these are my limits, but you know what? I'm going to learn that. You know what? I'm, I'm going to try this. You know what? I'm going to not, I don't want to do that. That shit don't do nothing for me. And you can, and it makes you just a better per- person and the dom and all that shit. So that's what I, before you do anything, before you start buying floggers and paddles and learn how to do shit, you know, all that shit. Learn who the fuck you are, you know. Be comfortable with who you are. Let's start off with that. And so for me, for example, when I first entered, when I first entered the lifestyle, I was not doing any impact play. I was outside of spanking some asses. I wasn't, I was not hitting women. Not hitting women. My first submissive helped me. She nurtured me and cultivated me, me through that. We sat and had some long talks. She was like, no, you can't slap me in the face. And we, you know, I don't like that. What that. I don't like right? that shit. I do not like I do right. not like to be hit in the face. You just smack me on my ass. I don't mind being choked. You pinch my nipples. All but that you can, right. You, can, so, you smack me in my face, we might fight. Right. <laughs> right. And then, so I have to, you know, you have to learn those things. Now... I can't, so along with that, I wasn't, I would not, to her face, call a woman a bitch. Now, what I'm saying with the guys, man, these bitches in that, man, these bitches, <laughs> you know, yes, I was saying that, but through, through having good submissive women in my life who helped me and helped guys that and said, no, I like, I like when you call me a bitch and a slut and this, it makes me feel this way. Mm. You know, we we got a good understanding, and so I had to grow into that. But I wasn't doing it, but, I, but it took yeah. But I had to learn who I was at first, and it was it was just as okay if I wouldn't um, grew into that because there are still some things I just don't, you know, I don't um, do, and so it's like, and that's okay. You know, I'm not hyped for every woman who wants to cook for me to cook a meal for me. Nope. I'm cool on that. You don't have to cook for me. No, it, it'll be my service. You will be. Nope. I don't need that. I can cook for myself, and I have good women in my life who will cook for me or will not cook for me, or who who can order a mean fucking meal. And that I let that be their contribution. Yeah, for real. So right? Not every woman has to. If you don't know how to cook, cool. It's okay. You do you know food. how to order? <laughs> right. Do you know how to order some food? You know what I'm saying, man? Can you warm up some the shit I cook? Shit, you don't. Know, you know, shit, you don't have to learn how. To, can you cook one dish? Oh, you can, you can pour a mean bowl of cereal. Shit, <laughs> you seem very easy to please. Get your ass now for a daddy a bowl of frosty flakes. Extra cold milk. Right, frosty bitch. Can make that shit frosty, but and do the pimp, do the pimp status, bitch. Make that shit frosty for daddy, bitch. You sexy ass, your milk pouring ass. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. Ha ha. Yo, sexy ass. All right. Do what you do. I don't need you to. Well, that's not waste food if you don't know how to cook. Oh, you. Oh, you know how to order. Who would eat that? You know who you who would eat that food for me? My dick hard as hell. Who eat that shit? Grubhub. You want to get this Grubhub dick tonight? Oh, God. I'm going to fuck the shit out of you with that Grubhub. I'm just, hey, I'm not going. I can't. Go to me to eat. It doesn't matter if she cooked or not. No
As long as you got food you in your belly, your dick is hard. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. You, you go to the grocery store, yeah, all right, we going all this stuff will work. We're going to work it out. Listen, if you so end up with a few new stalkers after this interview, it's your own fault. I want you to understand that. That's you are making cool. it easy for people to feed you. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, hey, I'm not... I'm, I'm, I don't have a lot of demand. I don't have a lot of, like, the shit I like. I, trust me. You, I introduce you to my three, and they would tell you, it sounds easy, but it ain't that easy. I'm, <laughs> I don't have a lot of moving parts, but it ain't shit. It's like, I got Kirk, like, shit. What, oh, what new projects can we expect from you? Anything new from you? Could be um, before? I was currently, sure. Uh, so... Right now, I just got through shooting some amazing work with the um, with the sister. She's the um, oh man, she's a sensual sensei, and she has an amazing name that I cannot pronounce. Um, she is on Instagram at Taste of um, Taste of Honey with two E's, I believe. Okay. Um, and we shot something tonight that was amazing. It was kind of a um. It wasn't kind of. It was a kind of like a Afro Asian fusion deal we did. Okay. Uh, some shibari with some tribal stuff. That was you know was dope. We're doing. I'm doing that. I'm trying to bring. So for my only fans outside of me just taking pictures of my dick, <laughs> I am definitely trying to do. <laughs> I'm doing trying to bring back more sensual things and. Um, it's content that's sensual and sexy and those things. So we, I'm, so that's what I'm shooting now. I just did a shoot with a BBW model from Arizona, and that is, yeah, that's what I got going on. And some models and myself are playing phone phone tag and email tag, and yeah, that's what I have going on now. Um, just trying to just create some dope flash shit, just. Um, Give us yeah. something sexy for the quarantine, right? Something sexy, and to make you want to stay quarantine, like oh, you know, like that. Uh, what else? I am, of course, I'm still teaching, and I'm doing. I, I do sessions. I do um, private sessions with people. If you, I'm going to move into doing private, like um, Zoom or FaceTime sessions, where if you. You have a key that you want some kind of coaching on. I can set your camera up, set my camera up, cash at me, cash at me, and then Nestles in the scenic historic section of Bronzeville, Chicago, the Urban American Gallery is home to suspension rope artist and erotic photographer Solomon. Abrams. Yeah. Done. Swinger etiquette tip of the day. Engage both people when meeting a couple. You want to show that you respect both of them. No matter what naughty thing is running through your mind, showing respect now is your way of showing that you can be trusted to respect their rules and boundaries later on in the bedroom. If you are at a swingers only event, you can greet with a cozy hug and a light kiss. 
in more vanilla settings, you probably want to stick to a handshake. Hi guys, this is Queenie Dandy. To listen to more episodes like this, feel free to Google Swing Culture Podcast.